Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. Welcome back and welcome to a new series. This series is on the mindset of team building. And in this series, I'm going to help you look at team building with a different perspective. I decided to do this series because I'm in the process of completely revamping Elevate, one of my coaching programs. The old Elevate focuses on systems and training for everything in your personal business so that when you're a leader, you can put your personal business on autopilot so that you can put your focus and energy on growing your team and developing leaders. And that's still going to be the case with the new Elevate, but the new Elevate is going to emphasize team building right from the beginning. So one of the reasons I'm making this shift is because after working with lots of direct sellers at all different levels of the career plan and from lots of different companies, I realized that people were compartmentalizing their businesses and not looking at their business as a complete unit. And doing that makes team building harder and scarier than it needs to be. When it comes down to it, there's only two ways that you make money in this business, selling products and building a team. And most direct sellers focus primarily on the sales portion of their business. So when they go to a party or a vendor event, their primary goal is to sell. What you focus on expands. So if you focus on sales, you're going to get more sales and more sales are great. But if you want to promote through the career plan and make a lot of money in this business, you need to build a team. When sales are your main focus, you're going to attract buyers, not team members, because you show up as a seller. So the new Elevate is going to help you make the mindset shifts that you need to make to show up as a team builder in everything that you do in your business. And when you do this, team building is going to be easier, it's going to be more natural, and it's going to happen faster. So if you're thinking, well, what if I don't want to build a team? Well, then don't. That's totally fine. You don't have to build a team, but you are listening to an episode about team building. So I imagine you're at least curious about it. When you show up to a party as a team builder, you're still going to get sales. So don't worry about that. In fact, your sales will probably increase. The biggest difference is that you'll be starting the sponsoring process with everyone as soon as you meet them. And that's what we're going to talk about here in this episode. So this episode focuses on the five stages of sponsoring and most direct sellers are never taught these. And instead they're taught that sponsoring is a separate process from selling and that the sponsoring process starts after you identify a potential team member, but sponsoring is a relationship and like all relationships, it progresses through stages. So the stages of sponsoring are know, like, trust, engage, and join. And if you're married, You went through these same stages with your spouse. When you first met them, you were in the no stage. Then you moved to the like stage and started hanging out with them. Then you became a couple and moved to the trust stage. And then you got engaged and then you got married. And sponsoring is just like courting, except the big difference between team building and getting married is that you can sponsor as many people as you want. If you ask someone to marry you on the first date, the answer is going to be a very fast no, and you're probably not going to get a second date. But if you go through the stages of the relationship, the proposal is going to feel natural at the appropriate time, 
And the answer is going to be an easy yes. The engaged stage of the relationship is when you're going to gather more information just to make sure that you're ready to move on to the next stage. Most people understand the stages of a personal relationship. And the stages of sponsoring are really the same because sponsoring is a relationship. So let's go through the stages of sponsoring. And as we go through each stage, I'm going to tell you what your role is in each stage. So what you should do for the people who are in that stage and how to guide them to the next stage. So the first stage is the no stage. And when someone's in this stage, she's a contact. In a personal relationship, you might call her a contact or maybe an acquaintance. She knows that you're an XYZ consultant, but she hasn't purchased anything yet. So she might have come to a party or stopped by your booth at a vendor event. She might be in your VIP group, or she might even know you as a sister or a friend or a neighbor, but not as an XYZ consultant. So when she finds out that you are an XYZ consultant, then she's in the no stage. In this stage, you're introducing yourself and your business. Now, when you introduce yourself or talk about your business, make sure that you're talking about your entire business. So meaning that you're telling them that you sell products and you help people build businesses. Most direct sellers, even leaders, don't do this. They only talk about the selling part of their business. And when someone asks them what they do, they're going to say something like, I'm an XYZ consultant, or I sell XYZ, or they talk about the products that they sell or the solution that they offer. So they talk about being a seller and not a team builder. And one of the reasons why they do this is because they don't see themselves as team builders. They see themselves as sellers. And another reason is that they, somewhere along the way, they were probably told that you have to wait to start this process of sponsoring until someone is a customer and, you know, lets you know that they're kind of interested in more information about the opportunity. Now, I don't want you to be in people's faces about your business and try to rush the recruiting process, but when you understand and work with the stages of sponsoring, you're going to know how to talk about the opportunity in each stage, including the no stage. So in stage one, the no stage, where the people in it are contacts and not customers yet, what you're going to do is just inform people that you sell and you build a team. So you'll introduce yourself by saying something like, I'm an XYZ consultant and I help my customers blank, whatever it is that you, your solution that you offer, or you could say, and I sell whatever it is that you sell. And then you're going to make sure that you add on this and I help people start and build their own XYZ businesses. When someone purchases a product, they move to the like stage and become a customer. So they like you, your product, or the solution enough to buy something. Now, they might have come to a party, they might have found you randomly online, they might have saw you at a vendor event, or maybe they got a link from a friend. So at this stage, they might be more connected to your products or to the solution than they are to you. So they might not care who they buy from, they might shop with other consultants in your company, or they might see a similar product at Target and buy it from there. Or they might be more connected to you than they are to your products. So people like your mom and your sister and your best friend would fall into that category because they love you. They want to support you. They want you to be successful. They might've even been your first order, but they're just not a huge fan of the product for whatever reason. And that's okay because you're not going to build a business by just servicing your inner circle. Other people in this category might be people who are in your VIP group and they love coming to your lives and they comment on all your posts and they play games, but maybe they just still just buy one product and they're not going to continue to buy products for whatever reason. 
So the mistakes that consultants make in this stage is that they assume that when their customers are ready to buy more or when they want to book a party or if they want more information about the opportunity, they're going to come to them and they don't build a business relationship with them and guide them to the next stage. So you can guide people to the next stage of sponsoring by doing these four things. First of all, you want to display the lifestyle of a successful direct seller by showing that you are balancing your business with the other interesting things in your life so that people start to become more connected with you and your products. Second, you want to offer the host opportunity to people so that they can introduce you and your products to their friends. Third, use opportunity sprinkles in your VIP group, on social media, and at your parties for both the host and the joint opportunities. So a sprinkle is a subtle comment that speaks to someone's love language or what I call hot button. So for example, you could say something in your VIP group like, I was just having lunch with some other XYZ consultants and one of them just shared this tip with us and I wanted to pass it on to you and then go ahead and pass on the tip. So most people are going to appreciate the tip. But some people will pick up on the fact that being an XYZ consultant means that you can be part of a collaborative community and that you get to go out to lunch with other people. And if making friends and being part of something is important to them, they're going to figure out that being on your team could help meet their needs. The fourth thing you want to do is invite people to low-key opportunity events that they can attend anonymously. So this might be checking out the join page of your website or watching a recording of an opportunity event on your business page. So at this stage, your invitations to get more information will be casual invitations, and you're probably just going to do most of them as posts rather than as individual messages. And the people who are ready to move on to the next stage will take notice of the post. They'll assume it applies to them because they're ready for that, and they'll move on to the next stage. People move from the like stage to the trust stage and become a fan when they purchase repeatedly or they refer people to you or host an event. The trust stage of a social relationship is when you start spending a lot of time together one-on-one. At the trust stage, they know, like, and trust you enough for you to become their go-to person or to introduce their friends to you. They're loyal to you and your products. So when they're shopping at Target and they see something similar to what you sell, they're going to go home and order it from you rather than pick it up right then and there. If they're at a party that their friend is hosting, they're probably going to make the obligatory purchase just to support their friend. But again, they're going to go home and order everything else from you. And they would never even think of hosting with anyone else. And when Susie is talking about a problem that your products could solve, they're going to refer Susie to you and not just to the products or to the solution. So some people call the stages of sponsoring a funnel or a pipeline. And the trust stage is an important stage of sponsoring, not only because the next stage is where people are going to get more information about the opportunity, but also because the people in this stage help you have a continuous flow of people coming into your pipeline because they're referring people to you or hosting parties. So there's two team building mistakes that direct sellers make with people who are in the trust stage. The first one is that they tell their fans that they should become consultants because they're buying a lot of products or because they're referring a lot of people to them. And when they do this, they're probably talking about the discount or the kit and not the opportunity. Now, I like shopping at Target and I would like to get a discount there, but I'm not interested in working there just to get one, which is why my other favorite store is Costco, because all I have to do is pay an annual fee to get my discount and they still treat me like a customer. So some fans are going to become consultants and when they do, you want them to act like consultants, not kidnappers. 
The second mistake is that they don't purposefully invite fans to the next stage of sponsoring because the direct sellers assume that if someone wants to join, she's going to come to them. When people are looking for a job, they usually only apply for positions that are being advertised. And I know this is a completely different situation, but you still have to tell people that you're building a team and there's a proper way to do this. So if you were single and hoping to get married, you wouldn't post all over your social media a post that says something like, does anybody want to get married? I'm available. Or I've been challenged to go on five dates this month. Who wants to help me out? People move from the trust stage to the engage stage when they come to an opportunity event. So you can guide them to the engage stage by doing all the things that we just talked about, such as using sprinkles and living the lifestyle of a successful consultant. So in addition to those things, invite people who are in the trust stage by extending individual invitations to opportunity events. The people in the engage stage are called prospects, and this is where they get the information about the opportunity. You might have people jump from being a contact to a prospect right away, especially if they've been looking for an opportunity or if they've been going through the stages of sponsoring with someone else. So this is another reason why it's really important for you to let people know that you're actively building a team when you first meet them and tell them about your business. Now, there's lots of different types of opportunity events that you should offer, and you should offer both passive and active events. So passive events are things like a recorded video or a join brochure. And yes, I know a brochure is not an event, but it's easier just to lump everything into something called an event. Guests can go through the brochure or they can go through the, the recording anytime they want, and they can do it anonymously. The other kind of opportunity events are active events. An active event or live events, such as a Zoom meeting that your team is doing or a webinar that your company hosts, or maybe it's a one-on-one opportunity chat with just you. So find out what events you currently have access to and advertise them at your parties, at your vendor events, and in your VIP group. And you can say something like, if you're interested in more information about the XYZ opportunity, here's a link to a video. And then post the link. And if someone wants to watch it, she can watch it. She doesn't even need to let you know that she's watching it, which probably means that she's in this stage right now because she's just kind of checking things out. If you have live events like a Zoom call, then post something like, if you're interested in more information about the XYZ opportunity, my team is hosting a Zoom call in which we're going to share an overview of the opportunity and answer any questions. So go ahead and message me for the link. Your role in the Engage stage is to host a variety of opportunity events to match where people are in the stages of sponsoring. And you don't have to do this by yourself because chances are your leader and your company are probably hosting passive and live events. Some mistakes that people make when they do the opportunity events are that they lead with the kit and the discount. And that's how you get kidnappers. Another mistake is that they share way too much information and they get into the nitty gritty of how the prospect can build a business. And this usually overwhelms the prospect. And a lot of times it can bring up objections they didn't even know they had. People aren't going to make a yes decision if they have an objection or if they're overwhelmed. Another mistake is that they don't invite people often enough or they don't have enough events they can invite people to. And then, of course, the biggest mistake is that they don't follow up after an event. Most people need to attend more than one opportunity event, and they need time to think about everything before joining. So most consultants don't follow up. And when you don't follow up, all you did was warm them up for the next consultant who happened to be in the right place at the right time. So if you ever had someone join your team completely out of the blue, it was probably because someone else was warming them up and didn't follow up with them. 
Or it might be because the other consultant displayed the lifestyle of a spammy or stressed out direct seller, and they didn't want a business like that. So some people may stay in this stage for years before they sign up. And some people might sign up within a couple of weeks or a few months. Some people sign up right there on the spot as soon as they go to the opportunity event. But most people will never sign up. And that's totally fine. A prospect goes from the engage stage to the join stage by signing up and becoming a consultant. So your role in the join stage is to onboard, launch, and train them. It's important for you to have systems for all of these steps so that they can get going quickly and successfully at their own pace. And so that you can sponsor a lot of consultants and still build your own personal business and your team business. Let me give you a few more pieces of information about these stages. So your customers and your potential team members don't even know about these stages. So don't go up to them and say, huh, I see that you're in the no stage or you're in the like stage. This information is really just for you. What's useful for you is to know where they are so that you know what your role is in each stage and how to guide them to the next stage. Everyone who's in the stages, all of your fans and your prospects, they can go through the stages at their own pace. Sometimes they might skip some stages. Sometimes they might go backwards, but it's not going to serve you to push them through the stages. So let them go through at their own pace and just continue to do the things that we just talked about in this episode. The key is to meet your people where they are and serve them and then guide them to the next stage. Another key is to have a steady flow of new people entering the stages of sponsoring, or if you're calling it a funnel or a pipeline. And if you serve your fans well, the people who are in the trust stage, these are the people who are going to be hosting parties or referring people to you so that you constantly have a flow of new people coming into your stages of sponsoring. So let me wrap up by recapping the stages. So the first category is contacts, and this is the no stage. They just found out that you're an XYZ consultant. When they make a purchase, they move to the like stage and they become a customer. When they make repeated purchases or they refer people to you, they're in the trust stage and they're fans. They enter the engage stage when they attend an opportunity event and become prospects. And when they become a consultant, they're in the join stage. Knowing the stages of sponsoring and what to do in each stage is the first step to being able to shift your mindset so that you can think, feel, and act like a team builder rather than just a seller. And we're going to talk more about that in the next episode. So I'll see you in that next episode. And if you have any questions about this episode, then send me a direct message or post in the Facebook group. Thank you for tuning in. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Kelly D. Northcutt on Instagram, and I love to hear from you and celebrate your success.